there once again, and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimek, and I am so glad to be here with you as we take a look at Give Up Worry for Good, week six, day five. We're also going to take a look at day six and day seven, since this is the Friday edition of the podcast, and I'm not going to be with you on the air on on, on Saturday or Sunday. We'll look at the, the remaining two meditations in addition to today's meditation. The, the message is, is very simple, even though it might not feel like it. Even though we may feel all alone, even though we may feel overwhelmed, God is with us. He is with us and he's ready to help us. He's ready to help us to deal with whatever it is that we are facing. And because of that, because of his assistance, we can be strong and we can have no fear And we cannot panic, or we have the ability to not panic. Why? Because God is with us. And all throughout the Bible, you'll hear this message, do not be afraid or have no fear. And the the reason for that is always the same. God always says the same thing. Don't be afraid. Why? Not because you won't have problems, but don't be afraid because I am with you. And that's what we're going to focus on on today's show. Uh, I'm really, I'm really glad that you decided to uh, make a decision to stop by and spend a little time with me. It always makes it so special when you're here. And uh, this is week six, and, and really, we're going to bring week six of the eight week give up worry for good online program to a close. We're, we're getting there. We're almost at the end, and uh, we still got two weeks to go. We'll talk more about what's going to be coming up in the next two weeks as well. So we've got. Got a really a lot to cover on the program today, so settle in, make yourself comfortable, and and let's turn to our Heavenly Father, who is with us right now. We might not be able to see Him, we might not be able to feel Him, but according to His Word in the Bible, He's with us. Let's go talk to Him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father in Heaven, thank You. Thank you for your presence in our lives. Thank you, Father, for loving us into existence. Thank you, Father, for walking with us every day. Thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus into our world to die on the cross and to draw us back to you. Father, we're so grateful. We're so grateful for all that you do for us. And we ask, Father, that you bless us and our family members and friends. Please help us with whatever we're facing. And Father, I ask you to give me the words for today's program, to give me the words and to open all of our hearts and all of our minds, so that we can hear and respond to your message. We ask these things in the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. <coughs> in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I was fighting a cough off for <laughs> toward the end of that prayer. Let me take a sip of water here, see if that works. That's a little better. Sorry about that, but thank you for thank you for praying with me. Thank you for joining me. 
it's very easy to, to 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 just get overwhelmed with the with the problems that we face, with the challenges of life, feeling that we're all by ourselves, feeling that God is not present with us. It's it's, it's very common. That's a common feeling. But we have to remember. We want to differentiate between feelings and facts. The feeling is that we're abandoned, we're alone, there's nobody here to help us. The fact is that we see so many times in scriptures, in the scriptures, that God is with us, He's walking beside us. So we're going to talk about that on the program today, because remember, this week we're taking our focus off of our problems and focusing instead on God. That's a conscious decision that we can each make, that conscious choice to turn away from our problems and turn toward God and recognize that He is present with us. My name is Gary Zimmick, and you are listening to Following the Truth. We come to you every Monday through Friday for 30 minutes, and I'm really glad that you've decided to stop by and spend a little time with me. If you would like to find out more about the work that I do, or maybe find out how to bring me into your parish or your conference to give a talk or lead a parish mission, the best place to go is my website, followingthetruth.com. Followingthetruth.com is the place to go to find out more about me. I mentioned um, I mentioned that we are in week six. Let's talk briefly because we're going we're gonna to bring this program or this week to a close on the podcast, even though the daily email reflections will still be coming for the next couple of days. Uh, since there's no podcast, I want to make sure I address the the final two days worth of meditations. But this week, we have been concentrated on, concentrating on focusing on the Lord, not on our problems, focusing on God. Next week, it's going to be about surrender. Now, this is one of those, it's a tricky word. It has a um, oftentimes a negative confidence connotation the the word surrender uh, almost implies a weakness and yeah that's that's very legitimate we are weak in comparison with god we are called as christians to surrender to the one who is all powerful and that's how we're going to find peace in life by surrendering so next week is all about surrender because you know once you recognize that god loves you Once you recognize that God is all-powerful, once you recognize that God is with you, three very important concepts. In order for us to to live life to our fullest potential and to experience the peace that God wants us to have, we have to recognize all three of those things. God loves me. God is with me. God is all-powerful. But recognizing those three things is not enough. The next step after you recognize those three facts, is to surrender to that all-powerful, all-loving, all-present God. To surrender and say, you're the boss. And we do that as Christians through a relationship with Jesus Christ. We surrender to Christ and let Him lead us. He's going to lead us to His Father. And a relationship with Christ directed to the Father is lived through the working of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit works in us to transform us into the image of Jesus, to transform us into into Christ, really. That's what the Holy Spirit's doing. So we are able to live our life 
as Jesus, as members of his church, is a pretty incredible concept. And, and, and as such, we are able to experience the peace that, that he wants us to have. So next week is all about surrender. And then the final week, look back. We look back at some of the things that we've learned. We look back on some of the things that we've left. You know, you, when you give up worry, you're going to leave certain things behind, certain practices. You also want to look back at what God has done for us. And it's, that's something that the Israelites would do repeatedly. Now, they messed up a lot, but when they were on the right track, what they would do is look back and recognize how much God has helped them, how much he did for them, that he was always present for them. And they were able to, they were able to recognize that. So, so that's a really important thing to do for all of us to recognize God's presence and how he has provided for all of our needs. That's why I include that in the prayers sometimes. And I thank the Father for providing for all my needs from the moment I was conceived up until the present time, because he has. Otherwise, none of us would be alive. And I think that's it's one of those things that it's really critical to remember. So that's what's coming up. But this week, we're going to close out the week dedicated to focusing on the presence of God. Today's verse, it's a good one, Joshua 1, 9. Be strong and of good courage. Be not frightened, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now that's a great message. And this this is such a familiar theme, the idea of God saying, don't be afraid. Why? Not because he won't have problems, but don't be afraid because I am with you. That's what he wants us to know. And when Joshua was tasked with leading the the Israelites into the promised land, taking over from Moses, you know, these these are pretty big shoes to fill, as I mentioned in the book. After Joshua was appointed to this really important mission, the Lord was assuring him that he wasn't going to be alone. You got a tough job ahead of you, Joshua, but I want you to be strong. Don't be afraid because the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. And I, I speak of this message a lot in my, in my, my podcast when I give talks. I write about it a lot because it's one of those messages that is very easy to forget and one that we absolutely should not forget. God is with us wherever we go. And as we've already discussed this week, I don't have to remind you that your problems are with you. I don't have to remind you that they are real. We're very convinced and assured that our problems are real, aren't we? I don't have to convince you that these problems are real to you. But on the other hand, we need convincing that God is real because it's easy to forget that fact. So I would recommend that whatever you face today, that you call out to him and they ask for help. 
And as I say in the book, substitute your name into this, into this verse and hear the Lord say, be strong and of good courage. Be not frightened, neither be dismayed, Gary, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Whatever you're facing now, let the Lord speak that message to you. And then, you know, that could be a starting point for a dialogue between you and him. And if you question the validity of that message, ask him. Present it to the Lord. What what do you mean, don't be afraid? Why shouldn't I be afraid? Why is your presence with me enough? You know, don't be afraid to have that dialogue with him. It's best to be honest with him. Now, what it means is, I mean, the reason we shouldn't be afraid is because he is all-powerful, because he is all-loving, and because he is omnipresent. He's present everywhere. That's why we shouldn't be afraid. That's one of those facts that sometimes it, it just remains in our head, at least initially. At least initially. It, um, it doesn't always make its way into our heart right away. Sometimes that takes a little time. But for the time being, let that message stay in your head. God is with you. God is with you wherever you go. Nothing to be afraid of. I mentioned that I want to talk about the next few days' meditations as well. Let's take a look at the day six reflection. This is Give Up Worry for Good, week six, day six. It comes from Psalm 42, verse 1. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for thee, O God. Now, in in the reflection, I, I ask the question, what were you looking for when you decided to pick up this book or to go through this online Give Up Worry for Good program? And I and I stayed in the book, and I and I believe this that you're probably looking for peace. We we might word it differently. We might say I'm looking to break free from anxiety. I'm looking to live a life unburdened with with fear. But ultimately, what it is is peace that we are looking for. And I make the point in the book, and this is something that I didn't realize for many years. And many people who are looking for that same peace don't realize either. When we're looking for peace, that desire to be to, to be at peace and not to be up at night worried about our problems, that desire not to be going through an endless stream of what-if scenarios in our mind, that desire for peace, that's actually a desire for God. And we are, we are created with that desire for God inside of us. Unfortunately, many of us miss the point, as I did for years, and tried to fill that that desire, try to get that peace in, in any number of different sources, all of which have nothing to do with God. I mean, that's a very common mistake. And whereas, you know, when you when you seek peace in the things of the world, you you will get some degree of peace, or you can get some degree of peace, you still miss out. There's a lot you miss out on. And that peace doesn't typically last, 
right? That's that, And that's the thing. The peace offered by God is a lasting peace. And it's a peace that is not dependent on external circumstances. So whenever you have that desire, you know, sometimes we get, we get frustrated and we think, well, I, you know what, I, I don't have what it takes. I don't have that desire to become holy. I don't have that desire to pray more. I don't have that desire to encounter God. I just want to be at peace. That's all I want. I, I don't want problems in my life. That's actually a desire for God. It really is. But we don't, we don't understand that necessarily. And again, as I make the point in the book, lots of people never make that, des- that uh, connection between the desire for peace and God. But if you encounter him, if you can, if you continue to do what you're doing, what we've been doing for the past six weeks, if you continue to do that every day, and we're going to be doing it together for the next few weeks, but if you continue even beyond then to put some of these techniques into practice in your life, basically making time for God, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. If you continue to do that, you will find the lasting peace that you're looking for. And, you know, there are days, I, I always I always try to give it to you straight on this program, there are days when I don't necessarily feel the peace. I don't necessarily feel the peace. But I have a peace of mind. And that peace of mind tells me that I'm doing what God wants me to do. That I'm on the right track. And that that enables me to push further, to push through the pain, if you want to call it that, until I reach that place of rest, which is temporary. You know, depending on the, the ebb and flow of life, this is what happens in, in life. There are, there are times when we're going to be on the mountaintop. There are going to be times when we are down in the valley. Neither one of those lasts forever. But that peace can last whether you're on the mountain or in the valley. But sometimes that peace isn't felt. It's not in your heart. It's in your head. And, and that's why, and, and you, you know, I, I wish that wasn't the case. I wish we could always feel good. Once we follow God, we're going to feel great all the time. Well, we're not, but... What we will feel is a sense of serenity, a sense of peace, which again, sometimes is going to be in our head. It's not going to be in our heart always. Eventually, it usually makes its way down to the heart and you'll, you'll ultimately start to feel that peace if you, if you stay with the Lord and give me enough time. But it comes and goes sometimes. And that's why facts like this, or really what we talked about, the, the first verse we looked at, the idea that God is with us. That's why facts like that are so important. Wait a minute, God is with me. I, I, I feel afraid, but I know that God's with me. I know that he's all-powerful. And, and you know, sometimes we just have to do that. We have to do that self-talk and remind ourselves, he's bigger than this. This problem that's completely freaking me out, God's bigger than this. He's got this. He can handle this. Holy Spirit, help me to realize that. Help me to realize how big God really is. And ultimately, if you do that enough, you begin to believe it. Not just in your head, but in your heart. 
But faith is an important thing for us. It's more, inf- it's more important to know faith, to know it intellectually, than it is to feel it. Because if you base your spiritual life on feelings, then you're going to, be, you're, you're going to really struggle. Because feelings do come and go. Let's look at the weekly wrap-up for week seven. And in the book, I'm just going to read from this um, very quickly. Keep your eye on God, simple. Uh, keep, your, keep your eye on God, simple, right? Yeah, sure, it's a simple concept, but not necessarily an easy one to put into practice. That's why we spent this past week looking at ways to concentrate more on God and on our problems. And essentially, that's what we have been looking at all week trying to find ways to concentrate more on God than on our problems. And, and, you know, it is not necessarily, not necessarily something that um, we can always, it, the worry is a difficult thing. Anxiety, worry, they're related, but they're not the same thing. Anxiety leads to worry, but one of the things that we can control, and this is this is a difficult one to accept. It's it's all difficult to put into practice, but it is absolutely true. We can control our thoughts, and when we struggle, when we get to that point where we are worried, when we are really feeling afraid, when we're starting to lose our confidence in God, that's when we really have to hit the books, if you will. To really start studying the facts, such as God is with me, it takes effort, but that effort is absolutely worth it. And that's the that's the way of faith. That's what the, this road we walk through life. It requires us to to sit down sometimes and just focus on the truth. And I close out this week's meditations with Matthew 28, verse 20, the last words of Jesus to his followers, his apostles, as he's about to ascend into heaven. I am with you always till the close of the age. I am with you always to the close of the age. So again, there's that reassurance that the Lord is with us. You know, so... That's really important for us to keep in mind at all times, that he's with us. And when you read verses like that, it helps to emphasize the truth. It helps to remind you of the truth. When we tend to start the what-if syndrome, when we start to catastrophize, we're dealing with our imagination. Those thoughts we have, they're not real at that moment. And I'm, I'm not talking about dealing with a problem that, that is existing in our life right now. I'm talking with looking at the problem might exist, but the catastrophizing or the playing the what if this never gets better game, that's not real. That's imaginary. So that's not a fact. The problem is a fact, yes. But we have to counter the, that the problem exists. This problem is big. This problem is scary. But it it might be a fact. But God is bigger. God loves me. 
God is with me. God wants to help me. Those are also facts. And therefore, when we look at our problems and then shift our focus to God, okay, I got this problem, but God can handle this. Then we can begin to feel that peace. We begin can begin to feel that peace. And it's an ongoing challenge. If you have questions, if you have comments, please feel free to email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. In the meantime, I hope you have a great weekend. And um, beginning Monday, we're going to be talking about surrender. We're going to be really talking about letting the Lord take over. You know, we're still going to have a job to do, but he's got it. He's in charge of, of manage. He's management. We just work for him. He's the boss. He's the guy that makes the decisions. And we have to really let him call the shots if we are really ever going to break free from worry. So next week's going to be all about surrender. Um, I am going to be praying for you. I pray for you every day. I continue to do that over the weekend. I hope you will pray for me and for everybody else who is on this journey with us. And again, feel free to reach out at Gary at followingthetruth.com. And if I could, as as I close this week out, Summer is difficult for my my ministry, so if you would be so kind as to consider uh, leaving a donation for me so I can continue moving forward with my work, I would be very, very grateful. You could do that by going right to my website, followingthetruth.com, and clicking on Donate. And once you click on Donate, you will either be able to, you, you'll be able to either make a one-time donation or to sign up to become a monthly sponsor. It's all done securely online through PayPal. That's the easiest, most efficient way for me to handle these donations. And uh, I am very grateful. I'm very grateful for all your support, for all of your prayers, for all of your kind wishes. And uh, we're going to continue moving forward. Again, it doesn't mean that we won't have problems. The Lord never said, in this life, you will not have problems. In fact, Jesus said just the opposite of that. In John 16, 33, he said, In this life you will have problems, but be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. I've overcome all of those problems that you are facing. Anything you're scared about, I'm bigger. And that's what we have to remember. And that's how we can confidently face whatever, not just what we're facing today, but the unknown future. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what kind of problems we might encounter. But we do know we have an almighty, all-loving, and always-present Lord who walks with us. And really, if we know that, why should we be afraid? So let's keep working on it, okay? Again, questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com. Otherwise... Let's keep hanging in there, and God willing, I hope to be back with you here for the Monday edition of Following the Truth. God bless you. Talk to you next time.